Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Welcome to Go For It. This is Joe. Thank you so much for coming back today, this week, this month, and this year. You know what? You guys are my rock stars because I'm so thankful for each and every one of you for listening to my show through all these years, actually, but also for your text messages, your phone calls, your emails. Because of that, I know you guys are listening and you're learning and you're getting valuable information from my wonderful guest experts. And you know what? Today is no different. And I know today... We have a rock star on my show, and I cannot wait to bring him on. But as you know, this show is sponsored by Go For It Media Group. We are here to help you expand your brand utilizing media and social media. That's how I grew this radio show and also how I've grown my businesses and, you know, my books and everything else. So Go For It Media Group, helping you expand your brand utilizing media. I'm also an international speaker, inspirational speaker, and online business strategist. For more information on me or Go For It Media Group, you can go to www.johosman.com for more information there. And you can also find me all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, you know, I'm all over the place. So you can always find me there as much as you guys do. And thank you for all of that. But now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring on my wonderful guest expert today. I am so excited to bring on Kyle Wilson. Now, after I read a little bit about Kyle, I'm going to tell you how I was introduced to him. But he is the founder of Jim Rohn International, also YourSuccessStore.com, LessonsFromNetwork.com, and KyleWilson.com. He's worked with the top names in the personal development industry, including his 18-year biz partner, friend, and mentor, Jim Rohn, as well as Og Mandino, Brian Tracy, Les Brown, Darren Hardy, Robin Sharma, and many others. Kyle is the author of 52 Lessons I Learned from Jim Rohn and Other Great Legends I Promoted. And, ladies and gentlemen, I'm on that email list and I get those for the past at least six weeks or so now. And he's also partnered with Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Canfield on Chicken Soup for the Entrepreneurial Soul. Kyle has filled huge seminar rooms, launched and published multiple personal development publications with over a million subscribers, and has produced and published over 100 plus hours of DVD and CD programs. Kyle sold his companies in 2007 and became, I love this, Mr. Mom for seven years. He now does coaching and consulting. He also hosts the Kyle Wilson Inner Circle Mastermind and has published multiple number one best-selling books for the past 18 months. Brian Tracy said Kyle has made him millions of dollars. Darren Hardy says Kyle is his go-to person for any marketing solution and Jim Rohn said Kyle is his trusted partner and friend. And today, we're going to be talking about seven simple marketing principles to grow your business and brand. But before we get into that, Kyle, welcome to my show. Go for it. Joe, thank you so much. My pleasure. I tell you what, I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I was at a seminar not too long ago. They were throwing Kyle Wilson's name around like confetti. And I didn't even know who Kyle Wilson was. Now, I know who Jim Rohn is. I know who Og Mandino is, Brian Tracy, Darren Hardy, all those guys. But I did not know who Kyle Wilson was until I went to the seminar. And all of a sudden, I thought, I want to meet this Kyle Wilson. (laughs) And here you are in my show. And I'm so honored that you took the time to do this today, Kyle. Oh, my pleasure. I'm excited. Thank you. And tell us, I know I just read a little bit about your bio, but before we get into your seven steps, and we're going to talk about entrepreneurship today, ladies and gentlemen, and marketing, everything I just love and I crave, but how did you ever meet Jim Rohn? And how did you get working with Jim Rohn to get to where you're at today? No, uh, that is a great question. I grew up in a small town uh, in Texas, never went to college, and... um, Around age 19, I started a small little business um, and grew it pretty well. It was actually a detail shop, uh, and then that turned into a service station. And again, I was in a small town, and this is, I'm older uh, than I look, probably. And, uh, (laughs) you know, so it's back in the day, there wasn't a lot to do. And I think at age 26, I said, listen, I I want to move to Dallas and uh, go start over. And I went to Dallas, had no idea what I was going to do. Uh, 
Within a year, I met a guy who was putting on seminars, and I went to work for him, and I quickly became one of his top guys. And I had, I had no experience. I've never spoken in front of audiences. And to make that business work, you had to cold call 100 calls a day to try and book companies to let you come in and give a presentation for 30 to 45 minutes. And it's actually what people like Tony Robbins did back when they worked for Jim Rohn. As many people know, Tony was uh, one of Jim's students back in the day. <clears throat> and so I, I did that. And within maybe six months to nine months, uh, the people we were promoting, that all shifted and changed. And we started working with Jim Rohn. And uh, it was just a phenomenal uh, experience. I'd never heard of Jim Rohn. So you know, when people talk about goals, you know, that's something I could have never had on my goal list, right? That's why we have to be careful about mm-hmm. uh, setting these goals, right? And versus mm-hmm. just the process of, uh, you know, being faithful over what's in front of you, which has always kind of been my process. And then that led actually to me going out on my own. And, and that's when I traveled the country and I would put on big 2,000 person events and I would hire Jim Rohn and hire Brian Tracy and Ogmandino. And then in 1993, uh, Jim and his partner had split up, and they, uh, I said, hey, Jim, I think you're the best speaker. I'm a pretty good promoter. I would love an exclusive. And we launched Jim Rohn International. It was actually my company uh, because partnerships for Jim had not worked out very well. And so I said, listen, I'll just pay you a percentage of everything, and I'll pay for everything. You don't have to worry then if an event's profitable or uh, whatever happens, and I'll just hire the team. And, and that started in 1993, and that first year, I took it from 20 speaking dates at 4,000 to 110 dates at 10,000 and 25,000, started creating products, a few that really blew up and got big. And, uh, and then I would find, Joe, that people like Jim Rohn, I think, is just this phenomenal you know, he wasn't well-known at the time, but people loved him when they heard him, and they would buy everything we had. And then I'm like, okay, what do I do now? So I started another company called Your Success Store a couple of years later, and I started, you know, Brian Tracy, Les Brown, Zig Ziglar. I started selling all their products and mm-hmm. booking them for the companies after Jim spoke. And then... uh Two, 1999, the internet came around and we were kind of all over it. We built the first million plus uh, marketing list, email list back in the day. And, you know, as uh, published, we found out we did better self-publishing books than we did going through the big publishing houses. So we were, uh, you know, viral marketers with books and really did well with that. So it's just kind of this uh, amazing little ride. But Jim, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, you know, Jim's philosophies were the big shift for me, right? I was a marketer. He was a philosopher, speaker, mm-hmm. but his philosophies is what changed my life that empowered me to go out and become successful as a marketer. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about that now. So what, you know what, I, I will tell you, I love this philosophy because so many people, because Jim Rohn said fortune over fame, right? Right. And, but, you know, a lot of people want uh, fame before a fortune, a lot, at least a lot of people I talk to. And I said, but, you know, so I'm glad that when I was actually, I was reading the 52, the 52 lessons that you send me. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, that is so fantastic. Fortune over fame. So how did that change your life? Well, so Jim, um, you know, we, we were, we were opposites. That's why it was such a great marriage. He was a, mm-hmm. a philosopher. And if, if we're being really candid, and I think we will be, Today mm-hmm. on the on the mm-hmm. on the show, absolutely. Uh, we have to, yes, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, if we're really candid, there's some reasons Jim did not want to be famous. Some were good, some weren't good, and it all went full circle. But I remember getting a three book deal, three book deal with the number one publisher in the world. Uh, she was had Tony Robbins and Stephen Covey, and it was with Simon and Schuster, and he turned it down. But part of it was, and again, we want to get to all the good stuff, but part of it was uh, he had been married three times. And before I was involved with him, he had been, you know, really promoted as America's foremost business philosopher and corporate America's chairman of the board, but he had actually made his money in network marketing. And so the, the reason I can say this is, 
uh, over the next five or 10 years, eventually he started talking about at his seminars, he'd been married three times. He started talking about where he made his money. But there was this period of time he did not want to be famous. And so I felt like I had kind of one, one arm tied behind my back, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's a, 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 even a demographic of his best audience I couldn't go promote to, like because he had a thing with Herbalife, so I couldn't promote him for other network marketing companies. Mm-hmm. But listen, mm-hmm. he was so profound, so amazing. I created this little quote book of, of Jim Rohn quotes, and that literally virally moved 6 million copies. And I ended up doing them for Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy, Mark Victor Hansen, Dennis Waitley, and all combined of those, I sold $2 million. But because Jim, it was his secret sauce. It's what really made him, it's who he was, and people wanted to get this message out. But, you know, so part of it, the fortune over fame was, you know, he was humble, he was modest. Part of it was uh, very private, a very mm-hmm. private person. And in that Absolutely. regard, I'm similar. I'm very private. Mm-hmm. but also understand marketing and, you know, it's hard to create fortunes without fame if you're in the seminar business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I can totally appreciate privacy, especially because I sat on my city council for eight years and I wanted to be private and yet I couldn't too much. But also when I, when I first wrote my book, my, my first book, the go for it, a woman's guide to perseverance. And I talk about this a lot on the show, but Kyle, you might not know. I mean, I didn't want to promote it at all. I just wanted to write it and be done with it and walk away and say, okay, I wrote a book, you know? And the publisher's like, "Uh, no, you need to put this out on social media. I'm like, I was scared to death. That was my private life. I didn't want anybody to know about my life, you know, but I did it. It took me two hours. I paced the floor for like two hours before I posted about it. But really (laughs) what happened, it opened up a lot of doors for me, thank goodness, but it was also scary. (laughs) And can I can I talk about that a little bit? Because yes, that's absolutely. a big part that's a big part of my world is I am a marketer by trade, but I am private, I am, you know, shy, but I, I market because and you'd mentioned I sold my company. So when I came back out, social media was the new email list, right? And so I knew I had to go attack social media. And I had so diminished my story, right? I didn't I didn't go out telling all my success on social media, I kind of hid. I, I didn't want anyone, you know, and I'm especially thinking of where I grew up and my, my childhood friends. I just didn't want anyone to think I thought I was a big deal. Included in that, though, I didn't really tell my story, and I was diminishing myself. And we do these different books. You know, you probably saw some of the books we do at the, uh, the conference you were at. And one of the things that happens is when people are in a book, and just like you, you wrote your book, it is a bit of a coming out party. And it's actually, uh, in my opinion, the majority of the time, it's a little bit of a false humility we have, and it's actually our ego. We don't want to be judged. You know, I don't want to put something out and someone's going to judge me as thinking, okay, I'm bragging or I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing this. At the same time, when I do put it out, yes, some people will think that. But other people say, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, thank you for telling your true story so I could go discover Jim Rohn. Or you shared something that gave me hope. Listen, I grew up in a similar circumstance as you, and you're saying you actually had a lot of success because you did these certain things. So I have watched when people cross that line of, from diminishing themselves to owning their story. And I could spend a whole hour telling examples of people in my world that, that are some of the most humble people. And, and, and so they didn't want to go there. And I would always say, listen, here's what it gets down to. Is how much influence do you want to have? And if you want to have influence, you're going to have to put yourself out there. And yes, you will be judged. And sometimes it's gray area, but the, the benefits will outweigh the the cost because the cost is typically with people that were, you weren't going to impact anyway, right? The right. people you offend or that judge you, you weren't going to really impact. But on the other hand, when you put yourself out there, you're going to actually attract some people into your life and they need you. And Absolutely. so I've watched that happen. It's a powerful thing. And I always get back to how much influence do you want to have? But Joe, I always ask. Every I was had an event this past weekend. I always say, how many people have a hard time putting themselves out there? And I raise my hand, and the majority of the room raises their hand. 
The next question is, how much influence do you want to have? And sometimes you just have to put yourself out there to have more influence. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened to me. When they said I had to do that, I had to start thinking that way. That, And I wish I would have known you back then, Kyle. But same thing. <laughs> it's very humbling to do it. And we only have a minute until break, by the way. But it's very humbling sure. to do. And because I didn't, I mean, I would share stories with my personal friends because they, they knew the story. But I, but I had to go think to myself, if I could help one person. If I could help exactly. one person, then my job was done. And the same thing happened to me. It was, you know, so many people were helped. My whole life opened up, and it's been, I've been going for it ever since. It's just been phenomenal. So, Kyle, when we come back after break, we want to talk more about that, and then also we'll get into awesome. your seven principles as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, for more information on Kyle, do you want them to go to your kylewilson.com website? Yes. Yeah, okay. perfect. So, KyleWilson.com. And of course, you know, you can always go to my website, Joe at JoeHosman.com, and I can always forward a message over to Kyle as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, joehosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to go for it Welcome back to Go For It. This is Joe with my fantastic guest, Kyle Wilson. Oh, my goodness, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a, a true marketer at heart. And really, when, like I said, when I met him not too long ago, I just knew I wanted him on my show, but also for all of you to hear about him, too, and hear from him. He is a phenomenal marketer. And before break, we were talking about what happens like when we write a book and really have to share it. You've heard my story many times that I didn't ever want to share my book, but I did. And I've also put together what we call an anthology series, and so has Kyle with uh, several books that he's written. But he also has these little books that the treasury of quotes. Now, Kyle, I have Brian Tracy's, but I know you have Jim Rohn's and some other people's too. Love them. I look at them all the time, by the way. So, yeah, so what we're going to talk about now is we're going to talk about some, some key principles, some key marketing principles to really grow your business. And you know what? Kyle's the expert, so I'm going to let him take it from here. Well, okay. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, so like you said, there's, there's so much we could dive into. So I'll just skim through these, and I might go a little deeper on a couple of them that I think sure. would uh, bring the most value to your audience. But you know, I always begin with, I think marketing is simply just connecting the dots. Uh, it's not about being manipulative. It's not about being clever. Uh, I even, I don't like even calling myself a marketer, but I am, but I'm very principle-based. I'm, I'm all about principles. 
uh, in tactics, but never let a good tactic override a principle. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But as far as connecting the dots, it's simple. It's just how does your product and service, you know, what's the most efficient and effective way to connect that with a, a customer or a prospect? And a lot of that gets down to the marketplace you're in. A lot of that gets down to your competition. But here's another one. What's your secret sauce? What makes you special? Uh, it drives me crazy when I see people, whether it's with their website in particular, but anything they do where they're putting up generic stuff that anyone can do, right? A 16-year-old in Russia could have a website that looks just like a lot of people's website, selling anything. So it's imperative that you shout from the mountaintop, what is your secret sauce? What makes you unique? And to be unique, it's, it's, again, a lot of people are pretending to be someone else, which means they then attract a customer that thinks they're someone else, and then that's where it all the challenges begin. So a big part of marketing is the self-discovery process of what makes you unique, what makes you special, what's your secret sauce, uh, what's your social proof, and learning how to share that and attract the right kind of customers. And I also always say, you know, what's your long-term plan? Make sure you're building something. If you do marketing the right way, it has a compounding effect. Good marketing compounds. Now, I'll talk about what I think is principle-based marketing here in a minute, but if it's compounding, you want to make sure it's going down a road you want to go down. So I always talk to people about what are your long-term goals and make sure you're building something you want to build. And then you're having to constantly monitor that. Like I have mine... Uh, my core things I do down to three really simple, simple things. And that, you know, it's what I want to do. I don't want to do, there's 50 things I could do. There's a lot of playbooks I could do, but that's not where I want to go. And it's not necessarily going to attract the people I want to attract. So all that factors into what your marketing is. Number two, marketing is about tactics and principles. Tactics are everything from social media, direct mail, podcast, um, email list, events, every way you communicate and try and reach a customer, those are tactics. And as technology evolves, tactics change. Uh, I remember reading a book by J. Conrad Levingston back in the 90s, and he said, marketing is marketing is marketing. And what used to work, you know, in the 30s for classified ads in the paper, those principles are the same for radio in the 60s and TV in the 70s and infomercials in the 80s, and I'd say social media, you know, now, and many of the things now. The principles don't change, uh, but the tactics change. And one of the things I always say is make sure a good tactic never overrides a principle. So here's what I'm committed to with my business, and there's four key principles uh, that I think are some of the most important things to marketing. Number one is having a great product. It, it mystifies me how people spend fortunes to go out and put out crap, right? Stuff that doesn't really, mm -hmm. it's not that good. And what that then causes them to do is have to churn through people. What a waste of time to go churn through people having to go hunt every day. I'm a mm -hmm. fisherman. I'd rather fish or I'm a farmer. I'd rather farm than go out and hunt. You know, I'd rather attract. And so everything I ever did with Jim Rohn was how do we attract? How do we get the right people? Uh, you know, this creating this quote book that we moved six million of, that was a viral marketing tool that people would buy a hundred, a thousand at a time and go give away. People were actually paying me to go get our word out. Well, that was very strategic and it was based on this thing of have a great product. Second of all, have great customer service. You know, companies spend billions of dollars they go create all this infrastructure and, you know, employees, and then they have crappy customer service. Again, the opposite of what good marketing is. Number three, being consistent. Like for your show, you're very consistent. You know, if you're going to do uh, social media, be consistent. If you're going to do email, be consistent. Uh, number four is be relational. It's mm -hmm. one of the things I'm, I'm not a big fan of a lot of the, Marketing, I see. I'm not a fan of most of it because most of it, again, is very transactional. It's almost like day trading. They're treating marketing like, hey, go day trade, go crypto trade, which means you're making money every day. That's cool, uh, potentially, but you're not building anything. You know, uh, real estate investing, real estate syndication has a compounding effect. 
marketing has a compound effect if you do it the right way because now people are referring you. I can proudly say the majority of my business and my three key areas all comes from referrals. But that takes mm-hmm. time. And so, you know, Jim Rohn said the twin killers of success are greed and impatience. And so, uh, again, you've got to think like a farmer. You have to say, listen, I'm going to create a vineyard. It's going to take time. I'm not going to cheat. But number one, I've got to have great products. I have to great, have great uh, customer service. And that's part of the connecting the dots and then really tying your secret sauce into it. I'm going a little bit long on these, so I've got to shorten them. Number three is being strategic. Always say everything works. You know, putting business cards on windshields work, but it doesn't work that well. So you got to find out what's the one or two things that work the best. And here's the big question, that if you do them, it's going to knock down the dominoes. So uh, doing events, that, that's a good example for me. If I'm going to do an event, it has to knock down three or four other dominoes. Otherwise, it's too much effort. It's too much work. Uh, never do a one-off. Always do things that are going to be strategic that will knock down the rest of the dominoes. Number four is called the wheel. You know, I'm from Texas. I'll spell it W-H-E-E-L, like a wheel. Mm-hmm. And when I started mm-hmm. Jim Run International in 93, I created the wheel. And uh, at the hub was Jim. And every spoke was a product or service. And the big question is, how do you get people on the wheel? And then how do you take them around it? And, again, being strategic. I met you at the Real Estate Guys event. I coached mm-hmm. the Real Estate Guys. At one time, they had a podcast. They have a huge podcast still, but they had a podcast, but they didn't really have events. Uh, they, and they didn't have events that actually led to a hiring coaching program, which then led to having uh, people paying them to learn to become syndicators that then could become investors in some of the things they do, right? And so that mm-hmm. was all part of a strategic uh, funnel, or not funnels, that's, uh, a funnel is different than the wheel, and we don't have time to get into that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the wheel is you get people on the wheel, and then you, you take them around to the things they're interested in. You don't have an agenda. And that kind of leads to number five, which is uh, building the audience. Mm-hmm. And so to build an audience, you know, I, you and I both know speakers that have built audiences and speakers that haven't, authors mm-hmm. that have built audiences, authors that haven't, syndicators, I know syndicators that, you know, they still go out and they, they hunt, they're on the phone. And then I know syndicators, and I'm not going to name names, but they're all big names, who have built lists. And they just put it out through the list and it sells out immediately. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's true for doctors. Uh, it's true for every field. So I'm a big believer in building a list so you can now fish versus hunt, which then mm-hmm. takes us to number six. You got to talk to your list. And the key to talking to your list is putting out value. And it doesn't have to be, I'll give you an example. Um, I have a, a guy who's a syndication attorney, but he doesn't always have to talk about syndication uh, because not everyone on his list is in the middle of doing a deal. So sometimes you're just the utility and you put out good stuff. Say, hey, listen, April 15th coming up. If you own a business, you can pay your kids and deduct it from the business the kids can then put it in a, a Roth IRA, never pay tax on it, and can become early investors. Now, that has nothing to do with syndication, but it does have to do with them communicating with this audience and bringing value. And just realizing your audience isn't always ready for what you're ready for. So having an audience and just talking to it, bringing value, saying, listen, I was on this radio show, I was on this podcast, I was just at an event, I just read a book, here's some key ideas. And then number seven, and I kind of switched the order of this, but number seven is social proof and testimonials. I'm a big believer in social proof and testimonials. And so we'd mentioned my website. My website is an example of the four key things I have on any website. Uh, there's a guy named Jeffrey Gittimer. You, you know who Jeffrey Gittimer is, Joe? Does that ring a bell for you? No, I don't think that name rings a bell to me. Okay. Okay, he wrote the number one sales book called The Little Red Book of Selling. He's in North oh, Carolina, lifelong yep, friend. Yep. Uh, he's from Philly. Uh, and I used to promote Jeffrey. I've, I've been on this podcast. He's come to my inner circle. And he said, hey, Kyle, where do you live? And I said, well, Jeffrey, you know, I live in Keller, Texas. He said, what's the address? And this is on his podcast, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, Jeffrey, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to give out my address. And uh-huh. he goes, 
Exactly. He said, where you live 24-7 is your website. Where you live 24-7 is Facebook, Instagram. And he said, you got to realize, you know, people can find you 24-7, seven days a week. And that's so powerful. So always talk about, and this is valuable right here, if, if you have a website, there's four key things for your website. Number one is, and this is all at the top of the fold, right, before you even scroll down. You need to have a brand and mystique that is you. And just be yourself. It doesn't have to be over the top. Just make sure it represents you. Number two, you want three or four taglines that, again, represent you and are talking to your core avatar. In other words, my avatar are Jim Rohn fans. So I want to make sure I mention I'm the founder of Jim Rohn International. My other avatar is people that you know want marketing. So I mentioned, you know, I sold up huge rooms and built a million-plus list. And so you got to find out what your avatar is and put two or three of those things. You might not have room to list at all, but come up with those two or three or four things, key thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then here's the third thing. You want to have testimonials and social proof. And a lot of people put videos. I personally don't watch videos. So if there's a picture of you and Robert Kiyosaki, I'll see it. If there's a quote by Robert Kiyosaki about you, I'll see it. If there's a video, I don't know. I might, I might miss it. So I'm not saying don't have videos, but I am saying above the fold, make sure you have some photos. For me, I'm like over the top. I have like 30 different people, Darren Hardy and Brian Tracy, and I have athletes mm-hmm. and musicians. Mm-hmm. But the reason I do that, that is part of my secret sauce. I, I don't think there's 10 million people that can have quotes by Darren Hardy and Jim Rohn and Brian Tracy and some of the musicians and athletes I work with. So that's what kind of makes me special. So I shout it from the mountaintop. It's a little gaudy and people might, again, I might get judged, but I also am connecting with people. I'll do a talk and I'll mention a Jim Rohn story, a Darren Hardy story, a Brian Tracy story, a Todd Stoudemire, who's a 15 year major league baseball player, Bill Collin, a Def Leppard, you know, who's, they've sold 100 million mm-hmm. albums, and he's done a mm-hmm. mastermind at my house. And after I'm done, Joe, different people will come up, and someone will say, I'm the biggest Steph Leopard fan, or I'm the biggest mm-hmm. Jim Rohn fan. Mm-hmm. I'm the biggest Darren Hardy fan. And so you want hooks that attract a wide variety of people. And you can do that with a picture. You can do it with a testimonial. And here's the fourth thing, an opt-in. For your website, you want to have some way for people to say, listen, I want to get a permission-based uh, I want to get uh, on your list, like right. you're on my list, I'm on your list. Yep. And you want it to be different. You want it to stand out. So I don't, I, I'm, I've said a lot there, so I don't know how we're doing on time, but uh, that's <laughs> well, a quick version I'm like of taking the notes like crazy, principles. I just want you to know, and we have like one minute until <laughs> break. So Corey's kind of, that's my engineer, but I'm like t- taking Okay, so when we come back after break, too, maybe we can talk about, a little bit about this. So my website crashed, done. It was gone. Nothing was saved. And so we've been rebuilding it little by little. And I'm glad you said that about the video because I am now, actually, this afternoon, I'm working with my guy and I'm putting te- my testimonials, reloading it back up there. But I'm really glad you said that about video because I really worried about video because I know it slows down people's browsers and if they're on their phone, it slows it down. So, but we'll come back after break and maybe we'll touch on that just a little bit more. And ladies and gentlemen, for more information on Kyle, you can go to kylewilson.com. If you'd like to get in contact with him, you can either message me uh, on Facebook or social media or email joe at joehosman.com. And I will certainly forward that on to Kyle. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break with more great information from Kyle Wilson. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit JoeHosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, JoeHosman.com where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. 
My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to go for it welcome back to go for it this is joe with my phenomenal guest kyle wilson ladies and gentlemen oh my goodness are you learning as much as i am i am like taking massive amounts of notes and I just want to talk to you a little bit, Kyle, about the website. Thank you so much for saying all that you did because, like we said before break, you kind of wonder about the video. And I also want to talk about secret sauces. And I love how you're talking about your avatar because I preach that all the time to my clients about we have to have our avatar. So let's talk a little bit about that, about the secret sauce. And then maybe would you mind giving me some hints and tricks for my website? Because <laughs> it needs some help. Sure. <laughs> well, well, again, you know, when Jeffrey Gittimer said, where do you live? And he said, your website, social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram, that really was just like, I don't know, that was like shouting it from the mountaintop. Everyone needs to have a website they're proud of. And I think the biggest challenge in, listen, one of the biggest things I'm against is all the BS out in the marketplace in the name of marketing. And, you know, one of the reasons I think there's so much about video out there is, People are trying to sell video services. Hey, let me come film you and video you, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying video's not good. But the reason it's promoted so heavily, there is an agenda behind it. And I don't watch videos. I really don't. I. I think so. I think people should test. They can have a video, but don't go crazy with videos in that top part of the the uh, fold. Now, again, this is my opinion. Someone might totally disagree, and that's totally fine. But here's Kyle, I'm right with you. I don't watch video either. So if I go to a website and there's video, I scroll right past it. Yeah, if I see Jim Rohn or I see Darren Hardy, and that means something to me, and I see a quote, like what I do is I let people hover over a photo of, like I have 30 big names like that, and they hover over, and then there's the testimonial. And that works for me, and I I am the architect of my own website. So here's some simple advice. Everyone needs to be the architect of their own website. And again, I had difficulty finding a good web guy. That's never not been the case in 25 years. How do you find good, good web guys or women, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, I think that's what we're all up against. We feel intimidated. But go find a website you like. Keep it mm-hmm. simple. Find, you know, think about what is that one page, top of the fold, keep it simple, Make sure you have that up. Uh, and again, finding a good person's hard, but don't let them be your marketer. You're the marketer. You just want someone technology-wise that can set up your website. Uh, give them, tell them what you want. Just like if you were going to build a house, you wouldn't say, just go build me a house. You'd say, listen, here's the swimming pool I like. Here's the game room I want, right? But you don't know how to mm-hmm. go build it. You're just telling them what you want. So give them visuals of what you want. Keep it simple. Don't overdo it. And just go with those four simple principles I talked about. And um, on the secret sauce, uh, again, it's what makes you unique. What makes you special? And I do have a little uh, way of helping people discover that, but it could take a little time. Uh, If I can say it in one minute, I'm going to try and do that at the risk of still talking way too fast. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 
Well, for secret sauce, I like to get a sheet of paper out. And this is if someone's wanting to write a book, if they're trying to figure out a talk, they're trying to figure out what makes them unique. It's an exercise. I, and if I'm coaching someone, I, we start out with this. Get a sheet of paper, create six columns. The first column is what are you good at? And just start listing all the things you're good at. And it could even be, you know, when you were young, you know, you're good at cooking, you're good at math, you're good at research, you're good at speaking. Second column, what do you love? What's your passion? What are your hobbies? Now, you might be good at cooking, but it's not a passion. Or you might have a passion for cooking, but you're not good at it, right? And sometimes you're both. Sometimes you love to cook and you're great at it. Uh, so, so they're not mutually exclusive. So the second column is what do you, you know, what do you love doing? What are your hobbies? You love to go hiking. You love to read books, whatever it is. The third thing is what have you had successes at? And that can even go back to kindergarten. It can go back to when you were 10 years old. But what have you had success at? And sometimes it might be you overcame something. I, I just had a call earlier with a guy who's had uh, massive challenges in his life with health, right? Uh, we had, uh, in our book, Resilience, uh, had Matthew Og- uh, Nathan Ogden, who's a quadriplegic. So sometimes your success might be you overcame something. You're still going where most people would have been shut down. Mm-hmm. What are some things you've had success at? The fourth thing is how do other people see you? I get that a lot. People say I'm a connector, and I do connect people. I don't think of myself as a connector, though. I think of myself as a marketer. I've built a million-plus list, so forth and so on. But they say, no, you're a great connector. So I, I take that to heart. I think about that. I design some of the stuff I do with that in mind. So how do other people see you? And part of that's how do they introduce you? You get you know, introduced by a friend. That's where it shows up for me a lot. Mm-hmm. Number five is what are you for? What is it that gets you excited? What, what is it that gets you turned on? What is it that you're just, you know, you want to tell people about? And then number six is what are you against? And sometimes it's one and the same. Uh, but for me, the stuff I'm against is probably why we're on this call today is I decided at one point in time that, you know, I, I was so against so much of the stuff I see in the marketplace with marketing and online programs and books and publishing and just people in my inner circle paying outrageous amounts of money, sometimes actually to go the wrong direction. It's one thing to pay a lot, but second, mm-hmm. it's a lot worse So three years later you're in the wrong place, right? You went down the, mm-hmm. the total wrong road, and I was seeing both, but yet I wasn't willing to do anything. I was still in retirement, so I, mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't talk myself out of it, and I ended up doing a book called Passionista. Uh, that you have a copy of, and I didn't make one penny on that book, but that book was a labor of love, and I really wanted to help these millennial women, and in that process, I started teaching them how to market, how to become number one. We had celebrity authorities, and that birthed the whole thing I started doing, but it came from something I was against, watching them spend a lot of money going the wrong direction, and they didn't have the money, and uh, mm-hmm. something I was for. So discovering that secret sauce uh, it's part of, you know, looking at those six things and then finding some common themes, you know, finding what you're good at, what you love, but also, uh, you know, there's some passion behind it related to um, what you're for and what you're against. And also maybe you've had success at it. Mm, those are great things. And I love the wheel too. to be honest with you. I still have a wheel up. I'm looking at it right now on my desk from 2009. Love it. So I must have listened to Jim Rohn or something back then because I still have that me in the middle and all my little spokes off to the side. And since 2009, I'm still doing one, two. I'm still doing three out of the five. Wow. So there you go. Wow. Well, well, there's two wheels, right? There's there's the personal development wheel that Zig Ziglar talked about. That Paul J. Meyer talked about, right? That has the will of health and spiritual and family. And there's that will. And my will's a different will. It's a marketing will. And I don't know anyone that's ever taught it. And uh, certainly Jim didn't, right? Because he wasn't a marketer. Now, the real estate guys talk about it, right? But they, they pulled it from me. So the will on marketing is more each spoke is your product and service, right? Mm-hmm. And customer acquisition. 
and then you get people on the wheel. So that's awesome. Yeah. And actually, I used to run a very successful virtual assistant business. I started it from scratch before, way before even social media started. And I, I, I'm embarrassed to say this. I actually have that part covered up because <laughs> I no longer have that business. So right. that's weird. I was just, I just pulled back what I had in front of it. I'm like, oh, there's my VA business. So there you go. <laughs> nice. So somehow, nice. some way, I must have listened to you or Jim Rohn or something back then, Kyle, and I didn't even realize it. And here we are today. So wow. that's fantastic. Very cool. Yeah. yeah, very cool is right. I love I love figuring having people figure out what their secret sauce is. And you broke that down so beautifully, the six columns. You know, I always thought about what are you good at, what don't you like, but you really broke down the six different things that really makes people think. And sometimes good. it's hard to think about what we're good at, what we're not good at. Especially, don't you feel like a lot of people are like, I don't, I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know how to do that or whatever. And th- you just did that beautifully. Yeah, and sometimes you have to uh, you have to take that deeper dive. It's like saying, what are you grateful for, right? Mm-hmm. And someone might can only think of three or four, but if you really thought you'd think of thousands of things you're grateful mm-hmm. for. And mm-hmm. same thing with what, what you've had success at. Some people don't give themselves credit. I'd mm-hmm. say, well, you started a business. Well, you came from this kind of family, but yet you broke the mode and did this direction where you worked your way through college. And sometimes you might have to take that deeper dive into things you've had success at. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you something funny. I was giving a speech yesterday. I was speaking at an event yesterday and I was talking about some seven principles I did to get to be where I'm at today. And one of them is writing down what I'm grateful for. Okay. So then I, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I just suggest that in my seven steps and this lady was shaking her head. Nope. <laughs> She's like, not going to do that. <laughs> I'm like, all right, wow. well, there you go. You know, I mean, everybody is their unique self and depending on what they're good, good with and what they're not good with, they'll, you know, it's how you work on yourself and your own personal development is how you're going to grow your business and grow yourself as well. Now you also, so I want to, I want to touch on this also, Kyle, before we're done with the show, but you were part of chicken soup for the entrepreneurial soul with Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Canfield. Yes. Yes. So, when, did, when was that published, and how did that all come about? Well, I was I met Mark in 94 uh, or 95, and I actually started booking him to be a speaker on my two-day gym room weekend events, and he brought a whole different energy to the event, and uh, then I met Jack, and Jim Rohn had changed both their lives, and Mark said, listen, you pick any any subject you want. I think they had three that had chicken soup, one, two, and three, and then had chicken soup for the mom, mom soul. He said, you pick any one you want. And I, I said, I'm an entrepreneur. That's my passion. That's what I'm for. And mm-hmm. that's what I want it to do. And I got to tell you something. It's one of my 52 lessons. Uh, Mark told me back then, they were like on their first book and they sold a million copies. It was this huge phenomenon. And he said, listen, we're going to sell 100 million books. I thought, Mark, and I, at this point, we were talking every day. We were doing mm-hmm. multiple business things together. And I said, Mark, you're just, you know, you're always exaggerating, and that's crazy. If you sell mm-hmm. 10 million, it'll be the biggest series of all time. Well, Joe, they have sold 600 million copies. Oh, my gosh. 600 oh million. Oh, my gosh. And oh so the, that, that 52 lesson I share is about expanding our thinking. And Mm -hmm. Mark literally expanded my thinking. He got me to see the world so much bigger. It's like stretching the rubber band and it never goes back. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that really impacted me as a young entrepreneur when he's sitting there saying, we're going to sell 100 million books and watch them do it. And actually today, Mark and I have been texting back and forth because he's writing the forward for my next book that's coming out in September called Don't Quit. And he's going to tell that story of they got turned down by 79 publishers. But Mm -hmm. I was traveling a lot with Mark, and every day he would do two phone calls no matter what. You know, this is during the payphone dates, right? Right, He goes to the payphone at the airport. He would call in. We would go to a TV show or a TV station uh, to do that. But every day, no matter what, he did two 
interviews promoting Chicken Soup for the Soul. And there's a powerful dynamic that happens. They, um, they weren't telling their story. Mark was telling other people's stories. Jack was telling other people's stories. And that is with like the books we do, that's the beauty of it, is it's sometimes hard to tell our story. Mm-hmm. But if you are a single mom and you've been through, you've been on welfare, like in our Don't Quit book, I have a lady that was a single mom on welfare that now is a multimillionaire. And she's worked with uh, women on welfare. Uh, and so that's the story I would lead with with that group. Someone mm-hmm. else, they were bullied as a kid in the Passionista book, right? And now this lady has had this amazing story. After going through a lot of hardships, I'm going to tell that story, right? Or if someone's a Jim Rohn fan, I'm going to tell the Jim Rohn story. So that was one of the phenomenons in Chicken Soup for the, the Soul was the ability to tell other people's stories that people could relate to and connect to. That is phenomenal. And Kyle, unfortunately, we're out of time and I could just talk with you forever. This has been such a phenomenal show and I thank you so much for it. I know you took time out of your busy day and I am, and ladies and gentlemen, get signed up for his 52 lessons because you just have to go to kylewilson.com. But Kyle, what I ask all my guest experts is if you have some last parting words for my worldwide audience today. Sure. No, and thank you so much, Joe, for having me. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, it's good to get to know you better. Yes. And I, I, I think I think the biggest thing is uh, just be patient and to realize it's going to take time. And every shortcut actually costs you time. Um, you know, get around really, really good people. That's the other piece of advice. Mm-hmm. You know, Jim Rome would talk about the five people you spend time with. A lot of people say it. Uh, we take it for granted, though. It's so true. Find ways to, to get around other good people. And one of my 52 lessons is from Zig Ziglar, never do a good deal with a bad guy. So success is not the only way to determine if someone's a really good person to spend time with. Get around right. people that are good people that you want to become more like. Absolutely. Thank you so much, for Kyle, and thank you so much for that. And ladies and gentlemen, go to kylewilson.com. And for more information, you can also go to joehosman.com and joe at joehosman.com, and I can send you over to Kyle as well. But always remember, ladies and gentlemen, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So go out and be great today. Be great always, and always remember to go for it. But also along the way, show some kindness and love wherever you go. Be a blessing to others. We never know what other people are going through. Have a great week. God bless. And we're going to see you here next week for another exciting show. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.